Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It is Saturday night. I hope everyone's had a great weekend. I have had a good weekend myself. And I thought I would come on here and talk about a story about my abuser that I have yet to talk about. And I'm going to take y'all back several years ago. And when my daughter, let's say, was about 20 or 21 years old, she had decided after my abuser and her father had gotten released from prison because he had been in prison and in jail his entire life, pretty much. Um, And I don't know why in the world he never got a habitual offender, but he never got imprisoned or put in jail for domestic violence. It was always something else. I think, actually... Uh, in the past year, uh, the girl that he's with now, she did file charges against him, and he has been uh, put in jail for domestic violence. And I do think that happened. And uh, I do believe that he had he had remarried after me, and I do think that that girl had put him in jail for domestic violence. I did not press charges, but the other two women did, and I'm grateful he has that on his record. Um, maybe one day they'll get a domestic violence registry. And he'll be on that, I hope. I, any, I mean, you know, anyone could hope for that. But uh, anyways, he, um, she wanted, like I said, she wanted to, to meet him. She wanted to go see him. So we did that, okay? I had forgiven him. I had actually went to the jail. I had made that big of a step to do so. I went to the jail and basically told him I forgave him. Um, His response was not what I felt like it should be. But, I mean, it it should have been expected by me because of the manipulator that he is and the liar. But, anyways, he admitted to everything that he had done to me and admitted that he was sorry and this and that. But, anyway, she met him and he had gotten with a girl, the one I just talked about, that he had that had pressed charges recently against him not too long ago. It's been a couple of years, but she was like a year or two older than Jada, my daughter. I'll just go out and say her name. But anyway, my daughter was like in total shock of her age. And that wasn't the biggest shock. The biggest shock was is that he bragged about the fact that she had came from a domestic violence shelter. Yeah, I know, right. That's just a big pause. I know. It was a big pause for me. I thought to myself, really? Wow. I mean, what a, that was a whammy right there. And so, basically, when she went around him or what have you, he didn't pay her no attention. I mean, he didn't even act, he didn't even act like my daughter existed. Uh, he was too busy talking and being with the girlfriend and that was to be expected I kind of figured that he was going to be that way but she had to find out on her own and she did she found out 
I mean, it hurt her deeply that he was that type of person. I mean, she didn't really expect nothing glorious. She thought, so you know, he had put it in, in everybody's minds, oh, I've changed, oh, I've changed. He had told his mother this. His mother had been talking to my daughter. And that's why my daughter wanted to, you know, go to him and try to see him and all this bunch of stuff. But he had not changed. He's just the same old person as always. And um, I had to forgive him and go to him as so that I could heal from myself. Because until I could do that, I couldn't properly try to heal. You know, and until this day, I still heal. You know, the wounds are still there, and I still heal. And then it wasn't long after all that happened that he started harassing me via text message on my phone and saying, oh, you turned my daughter against me, you're a liar, you're, you know, I'm not the monster you say I am and all this. Well, my daughter called him, put him on speakerphone and said, look, you admitted your, to me yourself you were that monster and you did do that. Don't call my mother a liar because my mother's not lied about anything. And she basically defended me over him and that was basically the end of her ever seeing him again or talking to him ever again. It was just a bunch of baloney, and I'm telling you, whenever he pulled that little stunt right there <clears throat> with his manipulation, and it wasn't long after that is when the girl that he was with filed charges, but what's really sad is while he was in jail, she wound up getting pregnant, and when he got out, well, she went back to him, and she wound up having that child and staying with him the whole nine months, wind up having a child, which of course it wasn't his, and she gave that child up to one of her family members, which, bless its heart, the baby's not in harm's way, thank God, I hope not. It's not with her and him, which is a good thing, it's a plus. I was really, really worried about that child being with them because this girl's got mental issues um, too. She's also, you know, you can, be around her and tell she's on disability for mental problems and it's just really a sad situation because I know he's abusing her and there's nothing pretty much I can do about it and his mother of course she doesn't get involved because she never she never did any do anything but but uh did detrimental um things as far as that went she she never um I mean, she knew that he does it, but supposedly she don't talk to him anymore. I don't know. But, uh, anyway, I mean, I don't blame her for anything by no means. I mean, there's a few things that she had done in the past that, you know, I've, I've forgiven her for it. But that was just the story that I wanted to tell. I don't know how interesting this story was. Uh, it's probably pretty triggering for several people. So if you're very triggered by abuse and domestic violence, you may not want to hear this story because, you know, it, it is telling a lot of things that's happened. I mean, not really, but it's, you know, talking about my daughter meeting the abuser and what happened from there and the fact that he was arrested, you know, by his exes and stuff like that. And that he's with a girl now that he's abusing deeply and I don't know. It's just something that was weighing on my mind and in my heart to talk about. And I thought I would share that with y'all. And, yeah. So, I know it's pretty messed up, right? But it is what it is. And, you know, I have to just 
think about the positive things. And I don't even think about that. I, mean, I don't even think about my abuser anymore, you know, what he's doing or who he's, what's happening because I can't control it. So if it's something that you really can't control, this is something I can control, though. I can control the podcast, uh, what I talk about, and I can control, um, hopefully, I can control helping other people out in my words and my voice, speaking out about abuse and bringing awareness to the table and in the conversation. And I hope that in some way, some of my podcasts help somebody. I know that all of them don't help, probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if y'all want to listen, you know, listen to me talk about different stories, you know. But I have had a couple of survivors that have reached out and actually thanked me for some of my podcasts. And I really do appreciate it. And if you don't mind, support the podcast because it will help it grow. And please give it a review on iTunes. If you listen to it on iTunes or wherever you listen to it, give it a good review. Uh, I appreciate all the support and love from each and every one of you. And I thank Anchor for the support. And guys, I will catch you on the next podcast. So hope you enjoyed it. Listening to me just talk and talk and talk. Um, Talk to you later. Bye, guys.